Campfire Chat is an entertainment podcast and you should not attempt any of the acts discussed in the show. Neither Campfire Chat or its presenters are liable for any harm or misfortune that falls on anyone who disregards this warning. Apparently this is episode 15, I'm Dave D and my partner in um, criminal language is... Oliver Rogers, hello. <laughs> there we go, hello, <laughs> hello everybody. So, um, yeah, how's things? That, things are really good, thanks, yeah. Yeah, for me too, for me too. Uh, where shall we start? To be, to well, be honest, I have to um, give a little bit of context. I, I Until about <laughs> half an hour ago, I was stone cold sober... <laughs> and I, I needed to get in the zone, the podcast zone. So I've necked uh, like three shots of tequila. So it's just hitting me um, quite aggressively. So yeah. I'm having trouble reading my notes, which I think is my glasses. It's my glasses. Um, Wonderful start. So where, well, should okay. we, where should we start? Uh, how have what, things been with you? Things have been very good, thanks. Yeah, um, we're, we're still in lockdown. And apparently <laughs> Swindon's levels of COVID are not falling that much. Apparently not. No, we're still. Well, it's fucking shit. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> well, I I but... had my first vaccination about an hour ago. Oh, did you? Yes, indeed, I did. I went cool. to like an old, like primary school thing and got a vaccination. Uh, oh, so... that reminds me. Of I what feel I've invincible been doing this week. now. I feel absolutely invincible. What are you doing this week? Well, this is what I've been doing this week. So I'm starting a new job at the hospital at the end of the month. For yeah. those that don't know. Yeah, um, NHS, keeping it real. NHS, keeping it real. But um, my the people that are employing me is not the Great Western Hospital. Who? It's the Salisbury Trust. So, so where? Salisbury, Salisbury um, Hospital manage our goods in and some departments like that. Okay. So as as part of my start, uh, starting this new job, I've got to go for a blood test, right? Just to yeah. check that stuff. Makes which sense. you think oh that's that's gonna be nice and easy yeah not in salisbury you're, surely you're swindon hospital zone just down the road are they no, testing you I for had... fucking novichok <laughs> <laughs> i had to go yesterday i went i had a lovely day out in salisbury hey Took salisbury's me... quite good i went it, to when... salisbury is good i went when everything's on a, open um, i went on a course there a course to kill a particularly a particularly virulent germ we would get in cell culture when i worked in genetics mm-hmm. so there would be this horrible thing that's halfway between a fungus and a bacteria and a virus it's a weird thing called mycoplasma and once it gets into your lab it's a bastard to get rid of yeah so the only place in the country that did a course on how to eradicate mycoplasma <laughs> was Porton down the chemical mm-hmm. weapons establishment so i had this weekend course at Porton <laughs> down and they sent me a list of places you could stay. And one of yeah. them was a pub with its own brewery on site. <laughs> so I clearly stayed there. And nice. uh, I had a lovely weekend in Salisbury. And the guys uh, and girls who work in Portendown are really, really sweet. But they're basically, they say it's um, chemical weapons defence. It's not that. 
it's chemical weapons creation. That's what yeah, they're up course. to there. Yeah, and of there course. was this one corridor upstairs. I think I probably shouldn't talk about this. There was this one corridor upstairs, and it was like a long oh, gallery, God. and there had pictures, framed photos of, of human beings. <laughs> In the fo- pictures of human beings in in the frames, obviously not that weird, but with various stages of like anthrax and other germ warfare disorders, it was really weird. Oh, but really nice lovely. people. But really nice people, I have to say. And they yeah. they taught me how to sort out mycoplasma. Cool. Yeah, they, they well, were really cool. it took me two and a half hours to get there. Because I had to get the bus to <laughs> what town. What the fucking hell did you use your dad's directions? That's mental. No, I had to get the I had to get the bus from my place to town mm. to get to the train station to go to Bath to go back into Salisbury. Oh my good lord! So it took so I could walk two and a half hours, hour, two and a half hours there, and then two and a half hours back just to go oh for a little quick and go. Oh cool, that's your blood test done. Clearly fucking negative. Brilliant. Clearly waste of time. <laughs> P- fucking brilliant and then i had an hour to kill in salisbury but everything was shut of course because it's covid oh uh, yeah that's so around... some really nice boozers in salisbury they looked they looked lovely but i ran around like an idiot yeah. taking pictures and then i went back so yeah that's nice and it's the tallest spire in england i believe Is salisbury it? cathedral yeah lovely. and also it's the place you're most likely to get dose with novichok in england as well mm. i believe <laughs> So, that's what I've been doing this week. Nice. Oh, and I've also been entering some festivals for Toast. Oh, um, brilliant. That's all done now. So, we're entering festivals Toast at the moment. Toast being the new comedic short film you've made with the guy from uh, this, this country. country. Yep. Yeah. And it's fucking brilliant and everyone should get on that. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So, I've been doing that and also, I'll probably say now, um, we're making Black Spot, uh, Spot Blu-rays. So I've Black, just ordered my Black test Splot copy. Blu-rays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. So I've just ordered my test copy. So those will be coming available soon. Beautiful. For pre-order. Come on, listener. That's my week. Come on, listener. Get on that train. <laughs> Toast. Black Splot. I mean, what more do you need? <laughs> <laughs> and what have you been doing this week then, Dave? Uh, well, um, my gardening job was cancelled this morning. What have I been doing? I've been watching a lot of episodes of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Some, nice. of, some of which have brought me to tears, which is shameful. I should get out more. Uh, <laughs> I've had, uh, I've been not drinking as much this week. Okay. Yeah, which has been interesting. Crikey, reality's a bit disturbing. I don't like it. I'm not <laughs> any more of that. Waste of time. Um, uh, what else have I been doing? Bit of gar- my own garden, because a lot of the gardening's fallen off. Um, yep. Yeah, cycling, walking, mystery fish, drinking. I've been. Sounds I've, lovely. I tell you what, I've been um, enjoying a lot of campfire chat feedback. Good. Good. A hell of a lot of campfire chat feedback, which has been lovely. Yeah. Awesome. Should, should we hear some? Oh, should we start with the feedback thing? Yeah. Okay. I went to the email address, mm-hmm. campfire chat one word at yahoo.com. I got an email from someone who signs off and their email address was the sexy fishmonger and they gave me the best tattoo suggestion we've had yet and I quote I think Dave should get a tattoo that says welcome aboard on his cock <laughs> now I think I prefer that to the fox aids one so, so I, I quite like that uh, and- along with that uh, great tattoo suggestion 
was a disturbing image of a tattoo on some guy's back involving my face and I think it was like photoshopped onto a hunk's body uh, a, a garden spade and a fox apparently taken in Asda that, that made me quite excited so um, you know I didn't go to Asda um, but I'm going to start going in case you get that kind of you know uh, very very erudite very well well educated person in their supermarket you wouldn't see that shit in Waitrose no I'm you wouldn't I'm sure you wouldn't see that in Waitrose but I like that um, I've so, seen this picture and I love it. So, yeah, I um... quite like it. It reminds me a bit of when you, uh, someone years ago sent me that thing, a similar image, and it says, uh, uh, this isn't meant to be homophobic, but it says something cockfags, and you just click on a link and it just says, <laughs> hey, cockfags. I don't know, it's really weird. But again, it had like a buff Action Man S figure. Sorry, I'm, nice. not, I'm not homophobic, that's badass. Uh, the well, other feedback I got was from my brother. Hold up. Hold up. I'll just say, um, if people want to watch, see this image, um, by the time this comes out, I'll have put it on the website. Um, if you send in any fan art or do you want to draw some of Dave's tattoo ideas, oh, I'll upload do. them to the website, which is um, webtoeproductions.com forward slash campfire chat podcast. Webtoeproductions.com forward slash campfire chat. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's it. That, yeah. That's how people can find it. The, so, yeah. the image, the image is worth looking at because someone's is... clearly spent at least one minute thirty sorting <laughs> that out. So, so it's a lovely, fi- it's a lovely picture. It's a lovely image. If you it want to send haunt... in any fan art or anything like that, please do. <laughs> we'll feature it on the website. <laughs> don't, don't people do like Harry Potter sex stories as like fan stuff? They do. So if you want to write, if you want erotic... to do some campfire chat sex, <laughs> erotic talk, fan fiction. <laughs> I'm very submissive, by the way. Please email it all into us, and we'll be sure to read um, it out on the podcast. I got a little bit more feedback from my brother, yeah, who listens, and I can understand why he listens because often I go back to my childhood, which obviously shared with my older brother, and he mm-hmm. said, "Oh, oh, Davey said you forgot to mention the cat poo hunting." So I think I mentioned okay. slug hunting with air guns, but me and my brother used to go... You haven't mentioned slug hunting with air guns, that's new. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I had. <laughs> well, we used to go slug hunting with air guns to help my okay. mum because she didn't want slugs on her veg patch. So we'd go out there with that's our air guns. That's a lovely story. I think we both had telescopic sights and we would shoot <laughs> slugs at very close range. So you got oh, quite God. a lot of splatter. You would often get covered in business, slug business. But we um, extended our, when in season, we, when it was the season, we extended our shooting targets to include feces. So we would often shoot cat and dog turds and would often get a little bit covered in cat and dog turds. We found it fun. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and also Paddy, the French Canadian, a yep. guy I met through uh, mountain boarding, he, he gave me loads of feedback. So, you know, Wonderful. in the last one, I mentioned Crazy Golf. Yes. And how Boogie cheated me out of a win. He went online and found the official rules of Crazy Golf. And where (laughs) Boogie said I should have dropped three shots, according to the official rules, Boogie, I hope you're listening, (laughs) I should have only dropped one shot, which I think means I won. But um, on, on the back of this, 
Paddy said, oh, I hear you play Wii Golf, because we mentioned Wii Golf. Yeah. So he wants to set up a tournament where instead of the Masters, it's called the Patricks, him being called Patrick. So yeah. we might, um, post-lockdown, we might set up a Wii Golf tournament. Oh, Wonderful. and something something called Beer Baseball. So beer which baseball? is basically a bunch of people turn up on the downs, mm-hmm. each with a crate of beer. And yeah. in between drinking heavily, we attempt to play baseball. I think baseball is like a rounders, but camper. I think that's what it is. I'm not really, not I've really never sure. played baseball. I've played no, rounders. I, yeah, I think it's just I like rounders, but you have to pretend it's more important. I don't really know. Um, I don't know. But he had a tattoo suggestion. So we've yes. had the um, tattoo suggestion of a welcome aboard on my cock. <laughs> okay, yep. his tattoo suggestion was um, why don't you get the phrase Fox AIDS uh, tattooed on myself under the image of a little fox's face? I thought that was quite good. <laughs> That's and nice. He, he also said people should, should text in a range of questions for me and you to answer. They should. So there we go. <laughs> Any questions you have, we'll try and answer as many as we can. Oh, God, gotcha. So do send stuff in, um, no matter how rude or crude they might be so so i know paddy through mountain boarding Mm -hmm. and i i'm not sure whether i've mentioned this so at one mountain board event so this is border cross which is super exciting so there's four people start off at the top of a course through a starting gate Mm -hmm. and they charge down this course no breaks blah 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 who gets first to the bottom obviously wins uh and I was racing one day, border cross, a international event, I'll have you know. And yep. I was at the back. So there's three guys in front of me. I was at the back. There's a dreadful crash. So two of them have knocked each other out. So all mm-hmm. I've got to do is go round them. And then I'm going to be in second place. Woohoo! I get through to the next round. As I try and go round the people on the ground, one of them stands up and I hit him full on. I crash into him. So I I kind of pass out. I feel a bit winded. I don't think I fully lost consciousness, but I definitely felt a bit weird. Yeah. So I stand up. I finish the race. I think I came third because there's one still guy, one guy still on the ground. You know, so I came third, didn't mm-hmm. qualify, but that's okay. That's okay. But I feel a bit odd. I feel a bit odd. So I get the urge to go to the toilet. So I go to the toilet in the hedge. And what mm-hmm. comes out isn't your normal um, oh beer-coloured stuff. What comes out is something that looked like spaghetti bolognese. It came out <laughs> in pellet form and was like a bit weird and a bit three-dimensional. And I'm like still full of adrenaline, so I'm calling people over to have a look at it. And it was described to me as looking like spaghetti bolognese. That's what it looked like. Oh my so God. I'm, I'm I'm pissing quite a lot of blood that's semi-clotted. So I'm thinking, oh, this isn't good. This really (laughs) isn't good. But I still feel happy and high because I'm full of adrenaline. So I think the last thing I want is this blood to clot in my nether regions because then I might have a blockage. So as a medicinal approach to keep the, the river flowing, I started drinking a lot of beer. You know, bottles of lager to keep it washing through, and that works until I went to the 
prize the the we award the prizes to the people who won and all this yeah and i'm watching this it's about five six o'clock in the evening beautiful summer's evening in the countryside and i'm watching it and i start to kind of pass out go a bit swimmy and i'd lost so much blood my blood pressure had dropped and i was like proper done so i go back to my tent i can't sleep on my back because of the intense pain so i mm -hmm. sleep on my front with some herbal medicine till the morning right then i drive home in a hire car every yeah. bump on the way home is really like paining Ooh. my back when i get home my wife's away camping with some family friends so i think i'm okay because my urine is not clotted anymore full of blood it doesn't look like spaghetti bolognese yeah but it's a bit pink but i think it's getting better <laughs> my wife reappears two days later on the bank holiday monday takes yeah. one look at my ashen face and says oh you've got to go to the gps so i go to the gp <laughs> this is brilliant uh he takes one look at my urine. He makes me do a urine sample and he says, no, fuck you. You're going straight to hospital. That's that's <laughs> bad. You get to hospital. So I get to hospital. I get admitted to the urology ward, which yeah. is foul. It's full of old men leaking everywhere. Ooh. It's really grim. They give, me a they give me a morphine drip, which is not foul. That is particularly lovely. So lovely. I spend like eight hours on the ward Every time I wake up, I have to pee in a bag and hang it up on a wall against the white background so you can tell how pink it is. I think it's looking pretty good. They're still not happy. It's certainly not the crimson it was like a few hours ago. Yeah. Um, it gets to night time and I say, I want to go home now. I, I'm not going to stay here because it's foul and horrible. And they say, well, you, you can't because you could bleed out really quickly if you move too much whatever your lacerated kidney could open up and you'll like bleed out in minutes mm -hmm. and i said yeah but i'm not staying here because it's fucking horrible the honest truth was i wanted to go home for a homemade cigarette that's ah, of truth. course yeah i was right. desperate so i had to discharge myself but before i did i said to the nurse oh can i get some of that morphine in a takeaway version <laughs> that would be really good. And she said, no, if you stay, we'll give you more morphine. If you mm. go, you're on your paracetamol. I, oh I still decided to go. There are, no, there are a couple of Japanese guys who flew over for this event, and they were brilliant. They were so <laughs> enthusiastic. Even when they were losing races, they would shout in English, but with a heavy Japanese accent, I'm a winner! I'm a winner! <laughs> <laughs> Even when they were crashing, they both ended up in hospital. Like, oh, they, bless they really them. Did. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, feedback from the mountain border. Also feedback from Kate's family, my life partner's family. Ooh, lovely. She Zoomed her whole family last Saturday. Yep. I had to go out because it felt weird. It's like they're in the front room. I couldn't cope with it. So there's her very elderly parents who are lovely in spite mm -hmm. of what I might have said previously. There's <laughs> her three siblings, her younger brother, her two older sisters, and it turns out her brother listens to the podcast. Big up Charles Stone, or Chuck Stone, as I like to call him, because I find that funny. <laughs> and as a consequence, one of Kate's uh, older sisters also wanted the link to the podcast. So I've sent that, nice. um, which, is a, which is okay. But I think at one point, I'm not particularly flattering about her. <laughs> she looks great. I wasn't unflattering about her looks. 
It was more uh, yeah. um, a Serbic personality, which I don't mean either. So that that's not true, but it it might be true. <laughs> so that was feedback. What a lot of feedback. Excellent. That's great. So, what notes have you got then? Gardening. Do you want gardening news? Yep. Well, I've not been doing much, and I was cancelled today, which is fine. But one of my customers, a hippie customer we've spoken about before, had asked me to do some tasks uh, that weren't really in my wheelhouse. Things I could have done, but I've not done before, and I may not have done a good job. So I said, oh, you're better off getting like a proper handyman, because it was a range of tasks, some indoor, some outdoor, a range of skills required that I didn't really feel... I mean, I'm, I might have got away with it, but I didn't really want to, you know, mess it up. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, I'll find you a, a recommendation for a handyman. So I'm on a local social network called Next Door Neighbourhood. So it's yep. like postcode delineated and people put up recommendations. People ask for recommendations of handymen, decorators, handy women. Oh, cool. that sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> you know, they put up that sort of thing. So yep. I... I went through it and I found a couple of people who've been recommended loads of times. So I sent her a link to a handyman. And this morning when I was checking out feedback, I'd had a message from her that said, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I you know, uh, thanks for the handyman recommendation. I mm. went to his website and he got loads of recommendations saying he was really good, really polite. She good. said, I went to his website. It very well reviewed, very well yeah. reviewed. But I quote, this is this is straight lifted from his website. So it's well the handyman stuff. It said um, he does sex type stuff, including tantric sex lessons. Can you believe that? What? Handyman slash tantric sex teacher. Oh, my God. Maybe I should diversify what? as a gardener. Maybe I'm, you know, hiding my penis under a bushel or some such. So that is a, isn't that a bit weird? Why would you put that on the same website? I know. Yeah, that's why would just... you put that on the same website? Yeah, that is a bit weird. That's... I'm tempted to get him round and say, oh, I've got a plumbing job. You might like to get your hands on me. <laughs> how, <laughs> how would you do tantric sex lessons? I, t- I know I do. Yeah, without is... actually... Without actually... Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, just... mm. that's, that's not nice. That's no. Not... <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> other other things I've been doing yes. is um, I've been watching a bit of television. The Fresh Prince. Yeah, the, a lot of the Fresh Prince. <laughs> but also I noticed on t- TV at the moment is a lot of TV art programmes. I yep. think Greg, the lovely Grayson Perry does one. So mm-hmm. P- he does art with people. I think Johnny Vegas, who's a famous potter you know, and comedian. Yep. Uh, so, so that got me thinking about art. And when I when I was doing art at school, I only did it to like the third year, so I mm-hmm. didn't take it to O level because I was crap, <laughs> absolute rubbish. Um, but I just they said, oh, we want like a main picture, you know, a main project. So what I tried to do, even though I had a complete lack of natural talent, was draw the sea because mm-hmm. I lived in Devon, not far from the south coast, the sea breaking through a like dry stone wall, washing over a dry stone wall, because I'd obviously yeah. seen this at some point, and it looked really cool. But it mm-hmm. took me like the whole year to attempt to draw the sea breaking through a stone wall, and it was still shit. 
right? <laughs> it was still rubbish. And the teacher pretty much said, you know, you're wasting your time for God's sake. Stick to the maths and the science, you idiot. <laughs> so, but you know, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna give up on the art. So yeah. at one point, I was off school. I think I'd gone as probably about eleven or twelve, and I had a really bad cough, like a <laughs> yeah. that kind of noise. Yeah. And I wanted to explain to my mum how bad my cough was, so I decided to paint it. So I decided to do this abstract painting, an image, to represent my rasping cough. And what I remember, I wish I'd fucking kept it. What I remember is just a big like. Started off with a big white sheet of paper, like A3 size. Yeah. And the cough was a bit phlegmy and very painful and very raspy. So, like, coming down the A3 piece of paper were streaks of reds and crimsons and scarlets, and, but also some greens and some yellows to represent yeah. the phlegm. And against that was drawn in perspective a like metal blade that was scraping down this mucusy crimson red thing to oh. represent to represent my cough. God, I God, I wish I'd kept that. Uh, Sounds that's wonderful. Really interesting. So that for some reason, and I can't believe we haven't mentioned this before, it made mm -hmm. me think about my arty friend G. You know G. Yes. G. Uh, we have one of his pictures in my hallway. We have mm -hmm. one of his sculptures in my lounge. He's he's quite a successful artist. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing when I say that. He is quite a successful artist. He is good, yeah. Yeah, he is good. He's, he's certainly um, uh, different, certainly mm -hmm. not derivative. Yeah, I would say he's not sold out, that's for certain. Although he does sell, um, he does. which is great. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sorry, Campari Spritz. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, so I always, the other thing I wanted to draw as well as the cough was a recurring dream I had. And this recurring right. dream went on for years through my uh, pubescent years. So okay. from about 11, 12, 13 up to about 36, you know, through my coming of age stuff. And I'm, I just happened to be with Graham. We used to go away, big group of us, as you know, at New Year and at Easter. Mm -hmm. And I'm chatting to Graham, just talking, freeform talking. And I mentioned this recurring dream and it really stuck in my head. And he, he like, he's like pushing me. So what is what, you know, he's a mental health nurse, by the way. Yeah. He says, yeah. so what, what was your recurring dream? And I said, well, I, I was on this little tricycle, like a kid's tricycle. Mm -hmm. So like a shit tricycle, one wheel at the front, two at the back, riding along really fast trying to escape the environment in which i was in which i found myself in in this dream and he said oh how, how would you describe the environment and i said it was like a high-sided canyon yeah. and i get um uh, aquaphobia vertigo anyway so i don't like tall walls and that kind of thing so i said it was really terrifying i'm trying to ride my little little tricycle through this canyon to, to fucking get out of it and he said, well, what was, why was the canyon frightening? And the phrase that came out of my mouth, bear in mind I'm pubescent when it first started, was it was like a hairy meat valley. <laughs> and it had never occurred to me, Freud, the obvious Freudian image that that creates. Yeah, I was cycling away from a hairy meat valley. I mean, but it never occurred to me. <laughs> that, that that was that. But there we go. <laughs> Anyone else had hairy meat valley dreams? Don't don't message in. No.
Okay, well, as I said, I've been watching telly, seen these art programs which make me think about my, my appalling art. But also, I heard a comedian say, uh, if you're living in an urban area, so you are overlooked by and also overlook other dwellings, so yeah. you can see windows and stuff, bedroom windows, lounge windows, front doors, toilet windows, blah, blah, blah. There's always a naked neighbour. Yeah. Okay. And what the comedian said was, if you don't see one, then you're the naked neighbour. <laughs> now, I don't see one, but it made me <laughs> reflect on my behaviour. So my bedroom window's got a massive, like, bay window. Yeah. And we're at the top of the hill. So we look over a huge council estate. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I've got less concerned that there's a window there. So I am often in my nakedness parade, not parade, not deliberately parading, but I happen to be walking past the window. And yeah. it made me realise that I'm the fucking naked neighbour. I am the that's naked someone's, neighbor. That's someone's nightmare fuel and someone's yeah. pleasure as well. <laughs> well, <laughs> I hate on pleasure. You. I hate pleasure. <laughs> I look quite good from the back unless I bend over. <laughs> <laughs> other things that have happened recently um yes i broke my glasses oh again Uh, yes yeah (laughs) so so now i'm on like a uh, prescription that's not the previous one but the previous previous one oh oh quick glasses story your glasses story my glasses story i don't know if you remember this yeah okay this was probably Maybe like eight years ago on one Easter. Yeah, of course I remember that. I don't remember that. And and you're and you're and you were very very drunk. This was That's when unusual. This was when me and my family we were in one of the little cottages. So people that don't know, we go away for Easter every every year, and we have out three cottages. One is huge, yeah. and then we have two smaller ones. We and so, I, I I cannot impress upon the listener enough how wonderful this place is. It's in the middle of King Nowhere. It looks down a beautiful valley and it's got these cottages around a courtyard on a farm and the place is just great. If you want to get together with your gorgeous. mates and just fucking mess, it's it is gorgeous. Yeah, all it we is do, gorgeous. Yeah. All we do is party and get wrecked. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, that's it. and to note as well, we are, there's like five of us, five families. So we've got little kids running around and they yep. go off and do their own thing and they play together, which is all nice. So basically... One Beautiful. day, you're off your face drunk, and you can't see without your glasses. Yes. And then little Evan has stolen your your glasses. The bastard. And runs off with them. Runs oh. off. You're you're blindly you're blindly like trying to chase him, but you can't see. So you're. No, I'm incredibly short sighted. And very and, and very drunk. So you're lumbering around like a monkey <laughs> trying to find him. <laughs> <laughs> probably then, swearing probably swearing i don't know what he did with them in the end but he said he said dave 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 oh come on i'll show you where your glasses are come and show you where your glasses are and okay. he le- he leads you across the driveway okay in into our house and then mum and dad are upstairs in bed reading their book <laughs> and then he just leads leads them into <laughs> in, you into their room just goes oh here you go your glasses are in there and then just throws you in and shuts the door and <laughs> legs it <laughs> I should remind my... him of that next time I see him the little shit and you had no idea what you were doing 
<laughs> well, they um, want us back. They want us they back do. at those cottages. Yeah, oh, I can't Which wait. Be great. No, I not can I. Next year. It's it's a really fantastic place. But well, anyway, I mean, we, yeah, you're... we don't do anything. We don't do anything, but it's great. Your broken glasses. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, my broken glasses. <laughs> so, um, which reminded me of a previous broken glasses story. So once I broke some glasses, mm-hmm. and I really needed them, so I thought I can just glue it with the old super glue. Yeah. So I've got the super glue, but I can't get the twisty cap off. It's like mm-hmm. obviously stuck by my previous messy use of the super glue. Of course. So I, th- I can't. I've not got the strength in my hands to untwist the bugger. So what I do is I grip the lid in my teeth and then I use my, the full force of my right arm, me being right-handed, to untwist it, turn it uh, clockwise, you know, untwist it, and it suddenly goes, oh, that's brilliant. I've undone it. Now I can mend my glasses. But as I, as it comes undone, a little bit seeps into my mouth. Oh, God. And I fucking stick my teeth together. So now I've got my fucking teeth stuck together. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. And I managed to, I'm still determined to mend my glasses. I managed to get some on the broken bit of the glasses, which is fine. But then I it, clearly too much was coming out. So my glasses are stuck to my jumper and my mouth is stuck together. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So, oh, yes. Yeah, Super glue, me and super glue do not get on. Do you remember my when dad it first... doesn't yeah, get yeah, on with super me, glue? Me. My dad doesn't get on with super glue either. We shouldn't um, try and stick his hair back on with that shit. Well, <laughs> by the way, Ollie's dad is bald as fuck. He is. Many years ago, he was on. He was at home alone, and he wanted to open a new tube of super glue. Never leave a, your dad at home a, alone. A, a brand new tube of super glue, mind you. And he did what right. you did. He used his teeth. But oh. instead of getting a little bit in his mouth, he got the whole tube in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> so had to get a hammer, a, literally a hammer and chisel, and chisel <laughs> over his teeth. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> and that makes me feel less stupid yes. for my behaviour. That's quite nice. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I, had to, I just had to gargle with soapy water. Oh, did you? Eventually, it freed up my teeth. He, he probably should have. He probably should have done that. To be fair, but he he, he, didn't, <laughs> have, he didn't have the yeah. <laughs> very, very direct man. Very direct man. Oh, I've booked some tickets. Oh, nice. Where to? Uh, well, there's like a because of uh, it's been National Women's Day or International Women's Day recently mm-hmm. at St George's, which has got great acoustics in the middle of Bristol. There's mm-hmm. going to be an all-women event with loads of women, some Bristolian, some not Bristolian. And cool. The, yeah, so it's in a couple of So you can't go? So they're being... They're, well, no, no. They're being really <laughs> optimistic. It's in a couple of, I'm going to dress up in drag, obviously. Uh, so they're being quite optimistic, but that I hope optimistic. you will get to that. I also bought tickets for Black Country New Road. Mm-hmm. That's kind of London crazy rocky jazz thing. Nice. And that's nearer Christmas, I believe. So I'm looking forward to that. Fingers crossed. So fingers it, crossed. It made me think of um, lovely live music events past. And oh. what is the? You've never been to the Carleon Festival, have you? Uh very little. When I was very little, yeah, I have. Oh, when but you're not, very little, you have. But not but properly. You, I haven't gone you properly come drank. Now you're and... not so little. You should definitely come. I would. I would so love little. to. I would love to. So, the Carleon Festival. Carleon is a place just in Wales, so it's um, you know the east side of Wales, mm-hmm. and it's if you're driving on the M4 into Wales, just as you go across the bridge, 
On the left-hand side near the water is Newport on Cardiff. On the right-hand mm-hmm. side, up some hills, is a place called Carleon that has a fantastic Roman amphitheatre and like mm-hmm. a Roman villa. But the place has a community vibe. It's quite lovely. Yeah. You know, there, there's a community thing going on there. And once a year, it has this Carleon festival, which is basically a pub crawl where all the pubs put bands on. So there's mm-hmm. live music, free, and everyone gets together, and it's really nice. And it's, I, I, what can you say? It's really great. And one year we were there, and at one point we're in a pub by the river. The river's foul, by the way. It looks like a shitty estuary. But at one point we're by the river in this pub yard, pub garden, mm-hmm. and there's me, your father, yep, and JT. Mm-hmm. So JT lived in Carleon. Your father clearly from Swindle. Well, you know, Rawton, Swindle mm-hmm. way. Me from Bristol. And there's the local journalist from the local newspaper who comes across us and says, oh, you lads seem to be having a good time. Where are you from? And the fact we were from such exotic places as Bristol and Swindon <laughs> really, really caught her attention. So she called a Excellent. photographer over, gave us a bit of an interview, blah, blah, blah. I'd forgot about this because I was really pissed. A couple of years later, we're back at the Carleon Festival. Yeah. Walking from the lovely people who let us stay in their house, walking into town, town, it's kind of a town, to see bands in pubs. And we walk past this little news agent. And on their like notice board outside <laughs> the news agent is a clipping from the local newspaper that just says, Revelers is the headline. <laughs> Revelers! And there's a picture of me, your nice. dad, and JT, arm in arm, saying, oh, and this guy came from Swindon, and this guy came from Bristol. <laughs> Look at the international, you know, the international National resonance Carleon Festival has. Fucking brilliant. Nice. Absolutely brilliant. So, uh, have I talked about the... Oh, shit, I wasn't supposed to mention the name. Um, have, you t- have I no. talked about a band that does impressions of the Beatles? No, you've not. And I can bleep the name if you... Oh, bleep the name. Bleep the name. Yeah. So, uh, a really nice friend of mine, the guy who's emigrated to Portugal, is a great fan of... And he said, said it again. <laughs> oh, shit, no. <laughs> he said, oh, come out. You'll see this band at a bar on the Gloucester Road that plays live music. I'm not yeah. going to mention the bar. So I right. turn up with my life partner. We get there to see this covers band who are really good and they've got a good reputation for being pretty fucking good at what they do. Yeah. And we're having a few drinks. There's a support act on, which are great. But it's not like a big music venue. It's really small. It's like a bar with a band on a crap stage in the corner, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, which is great, which is really nice, really friendly. What are you yeah. drinking there, son? Oh, Punk IPA again. Nice. Um, I'm going to yep. get a little bit on the old Aperol spritz. Buongiorno, <laughs> mm. mm. mate. Buongiorno. That's West Country Italian, that, mate. Buongiorno. <laughs> um, so we turn up at this bar. I know the cover, the main act, are about to come on. Yeah. So I think, oh, I'll nip to the toilet. Big boys are using the cubicles, mm-hmm. which not the cubicles, the urinals, which yep. will give me the fear. So I go into the cubicle. So there's just one right. cubicle, toilet, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just toilet, not whatever. <laughs> it's just the toilet. So I'm pissing in the toilet and I notice, I'm stood up pissing. I yep. notice behind the cistern, 
there's a pipe that's feeding water into the cistern. Cistern. Yep. Toilet. I'm pissing in the toilet. Toilet. But I notice behind the pipe is a little pile of white powder. I think, oh. Of course. Well, that's odd. Red rag to a bull. So I, I sniff it. I snort the swine. Yes. And as I'm walking back to the table, I think, oh, that's that's numbed me. That's mm-hmm. clearly cocaine. Oh, my God, that's cocaine. How brilliant. Free cocaine from a toilet. So I leave it about 10 minutes and then say again to the people I'm sat with, my guy's mountain border who's emigrated to Portugal, my life partner, the mountain border's girlfriend. I say, oh, I'm terribly sorry. Old man's bladder. I need to yep. hop and skip to the toilet again. Fuck me. I go back to the toilet in the cubicle again. There it is again. Another <laughs> little mound of snowy goodness. So I bang it down again. Oh, this is brilliant. By this time, I'm cooking on all cylinders, firing yep. on all cylinders. This goes on like maybe once more. In my head, I'd say another five times, but I think in reality it was maybe once more. Yep. Then I go back for the fourth time. And I'm in the cubicle. F me. There it is again. Just tucked behind the pipe. Just tucked behind the pipe. And just as I'm about to overindulge, there's a like a hammering at the door. And I'm like, no, there's someone in here. No, mate. Sorry, there's someone in here. And he's like, come out. Come out. Come out. I'm like, no, mate. I'm busy. But he's like really insistent. So yeah. I open the door. And it's only like uh, the bass player from the band saying oh you bastard they keep leaving me a cheeky one in here and every time i come in here it's gone so i knew someone was having it away (laughs) and it was me he was really nice about it to be fair good he was really nice about it i was absolutely off my nonker fantastic brilliant nice yeah if ever you get the chance to see him check out the toilet cubicle (laughs) right should we do mystery fish all made up obviously all not real of course all made up Oh, yeah, I've dropped my mystery fish. Where's my mystery fish list? Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, here we are. Okay. So, um, mystery fish. Last yes. week's mystery fish involved two oysters. Yes, it did. Have I mentioned that? Uh, I think so. Oh, damn. One was I've, alive, I've... one wasn't. I had really bad flatulence. My wife made me leave the room. Ooh, no, oh, no, you haven't. And my, yeah, yeah. So it had two oysters. Now oysters are great when they're alive because them's tasty. This one, one of them was dead, but it wasn't yeah. stinky, so I still ate it. About ninety minutes oh later, I got what I can only describe as industrial ass wind. Oh, it was really bad. Yeah. At which point, my uh, in our bubble, my youngest daughter and her boyfriend were here. The boyfriend brought down air freshener from the toilet to try and make it <laughs> acceptable <laughs> also um they gave me a skate wing last week now skate is a cartilaginous mm-hmm. fish which is fine until it's slightly not fresh when it's slightly not fresh the cartilage breaks down the protein breaks down and you get an ammonia smell off it that can mm-hmm. be disgraceful this was fresh as hell so I did a Venetian dish called a sardo. So it's like you poach the skate wing, you pick the meat off it, the meat is great, and you serve it in like a sweet and sour thing. It's very okay. Venetian, very cool. Mm-hmm. I've actually got two more skate wing today from the fish shop, and I cool. do a black butter thing where you kind of burn butter. and It's great, absolutely mm-hmm. great. Uh, last week I also got weaver fish, which are incredibly poisonous. 
been less prepared, right? And yes. they taste lovely. Um, uh, oh, oh, and I also got herring, which I freeze because my wife, my life partner, <laughs> oh Christ, doesn't like. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's how that's how the Swedish pronounce herring. Oh yeah, the Swedish love herring. So uh, yeah. Oh God, listen to that on the radio, Swedish winter. So I've got herring, which I'm going to freeze. But it reminded me of a certain Geordie friend of ours called Mr. BB. Yeah. Who once had a Swedish girlfriend. Uh, I imagine blonde and gorgeous. And the mm-hmm. girlfriend was probably just as sexy. And uh, he went to Sweden to enjoy Christmas with them. And yes. one of the things that the Swedish are famous for is they eat a rotten herring thing. I wish I could remember the Swedish term for it, but I can't. So this thing is like manky. It's Sounds like disgusting. rotten herring. Yeah. Apparently, it fucking stinks. So they only eat it outside because it is really, like, devilishly challenging. And even though it tastes, it stinks bad, apparently yeah. the taste becomes sort of addictive. So Boogie once told me to impress the father of his girlfriend his Swedish girlfriend, he yeah. had to down the rotten herring. And that, oh, that year, God. I don't know about that. So, no. yeah, today today I'm going to cook uh, skate wings in black butter, which mm-hmm. if you make the black butter, you make butter go nutty, you almost burn it, then you hit it with some vinegar and some capers, and you serve it on poached skate wings that I'm going to poach in the poor man's court bouillon. And um, if any chefs are listening, give me a job. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let's see. Yeah, that's what I'm up to today. Which Wonderful. should be great. Which should Wonderful. be great. Sorry, I, I turned away from the, mi- the microphone then really badly. Oh, more Campari in the Christ, I love drinking. Right. I've been off. I've been off drinking for a while, so um, you know now. Now I really like it. Good. Good. <laughs> right. Should we do right. our, our other regular section? Our oh. word or phrase of the week. Dirty word. Dirty, dirty word, word of the week. Dirty word section. We've okay. got ourselves some of the Pophanosaurus, the Viz's Pophanosaurus. Didn't it? We picked out a really homophobic term. No, we did. Well, we are doing it at random, aren't we? So okay, this. I, so this week, I've I'm going. I've just opened the book at a page. Yep. And it says the word quank. <laughs> Q W A N K. Yeah. You after that cue, shouldn't Quank. Quank. Oh, hold on, I've got to take my glasses off to read it. Sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> Quank. Q W A N K. A quick wank. Oh well, that's not that's not very very that's not very um. Oh, corn sausage. Oh dear. <laughs> this is funny. You know, corn like yeah. vegetarian yeah, yeah, sausage. Yeah. Okay, corn. I think it's um fungus based, isn't it? Mushroom based, I think. Yeah. Yeah, mushroom based. Corn sausage, yet another term for a police community support officer, because they're not real pig. Now that is funny. AKA there we go. Apple potted plant chimp happy shopper copper. I quite like that. Well, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at I'm looking at other things in this book. Oh my god, very inventive. Teeth, bass. <laughs> Softies pizza, not sure. I've got no idea what that means. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> Queen's back catalogue. Oh dear, oh no, that is offensive. No, that is offensive. Right. Should we round Don't it up? Don't look at potpourri. Don't look at potpourri. 
Shall we round it up with your recurring erotic dream? With my recurring what dream, sorry? Sexy dream. Oh no, no. Oh, That's no, the cliffhanger. The Harry Mead Valley? No, the other one. <laughs> what are the recurring sexy The one you said we were going to have as the, as the end cliffhanger. No, 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 I can't talk about that. <laughs> I haven't even told my life partner about I woke up in a cold sweat, but with a rager. It was awful. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Okay. Um, uh. But I, 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 I should round up by saying the feedback, especially the email from the sexy fishmonger, whoever he is, I believe that's an alias, has been really great. Yeah, it's been really it good. It has. So and if uh, you have any please more... keep listening. And if, if any of Kate's relatives are listening, uh, don't tell your parents. Um, splendid. <laughs> Excellent. If you have any fan mail you want to submit or questions mm. or erotic or more tattoo ideas because welcome aboard on my more tattoo ideas because as, lo- as soon as lockdown's over we're going to go get my tattoo so we need ideas yes. people we need yes. ideas and we'll record it and we'll feature it on the show when it happens yes and um stay safe stay drunk stay safe stay, stay drunk stay safe stay drunk Bye, listener. Bye, 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 listener. Take care. Campfire Chat has been a wet toe production. It was hosted by Oliver Rogers and Dave Damage. Edited by Oliver Rogers. You can email the boys at campfirechat at yahoo.com. Goodbye.